Peace and blessings, good people. Welcome to another episode of Insightful Discussions. I am your host, Dwayne Bryant, bringing you another insightful topic. I hope everybody's doing well today. Um, Just wanted to check in. You know, I have some things I wanted to discuss with you all. Um, Life has been moving. um, And I think that uh, just over the last couple of weeks, I've been recording these episodes that have stemmed from social media. And I'm starting to realize how embedded social media is in our culture and our time now it, it just in a day to, in our day-to-day lives and it's really hard for me to discuss topics without you know mentioning social media and i asked myself like why is that right so even in my work you know my my research is rooted in social media and the use of it uh the application of it for educational purposes but Today, I, I started to see social media in a different light. Uh, just I wanted to speak about uh, the byproduct of, of social media use. And I think today's topic is going to be surrounding uh, desensitized society. And I want to lead with that because, you know, a while back I was I was really engaged in um, just trauma, like the trauma we experienced within the black community or just within a culture and how over time we've been i guess the greater society has figured out a way to reinforce certain traumas dating back to slavery dating back to you know oppression and when times were just very difficult for people of color so in today's world social media is being so heavily involved in our lives i think that we have this reinforcement of trauma and these just and and i think the specific type of trauma i'm discussing is uh, when we have social media, when we see people being killed, when we see people getting in fights, when we see people uh, being harmed in a physical way or even a mental or verbal way, I think that we internalize some of that trauma. And I'm going to explain what I mean by that. So I wrote a paper uh, called PTSD is the New Black. I wrote it a couple of like a year and a half ago, I believe, maybe two years ago. Uh but nevertheless, I wrote it hoping to get it published, hoping to submit it to, you know, one of the articles or, or journal, excuse me, that, that we have for school that we're associated with. So I submitted it to one of my uh, advisors and I, I, well, I submitted it to a lot of people and I didn't get much feedback. I just, it was kind of like, I don't want to say it was met with resistance, but I get, it was a, such a touchy subject that I don't think people wanted to to be involved with it. And and though I understand, and we all have our passion projects, and that was at the time something that I was very passionate about. You know, as a black man, we see a lot of trauma via social media. And being that social media is our vehicle now for connecting, for entrepreneurship, exposure, and all of the above, I think it's important to note that when... We had all of the police shootings and police brutality, all those things going on in the media. We we were tuning in to Facebook. We were tuning in to Instagram, Twitter, and we were seeing these men being beat over and over and over again. It, it seemed like at one point in time, every week there was a killing. Every week there was a shooting. Every week there was a video on social media that constantly replayed this these acts of violence over and over and 
it, it, it was it is it was troubling and it is still troubling to this day and i think that you know we have been so desensitized to just seeing violence and the aspect of trauma and experiencing trauma i think that we now experience trauma indirectly to the point where we can see someone get killed and scroll up and see a music video or clips of uh, pool parties and clips of other things that stimulate the mind in a different way. And I don't think we're really investigating this enough because beforehand we used to read things, we used to see documentaries. I remember the first time I actually saw Roots. I was sick to my stomach. Like I was upset. Like I was mad all because of I was able to put a visual with the things that I read about, the things that I was told, the the conditions of the world for a person of color. And now in modern day society, we I can literally get on my use my phone and relive a similar experience as that of when I watched Roots. And I I really think this is a concept of something that we need we as a culture need to investigate. And I wanted to talk about how desensitized we are because very seldom do we, do, I, I guess, do we take moments serious. Now, today, I was having a great day today, right? So I was going through my day just uh, very focused, very goal-oriented. And a lot of the work I do is on social media. So I, I, I do promotion for, you know, my shows, my podcasts, uh, just just a, just being a public, trying to work into being a public figure, I I need to put content out. So daily, I'm pushing content. So today, as I'm pushing content, I'm going about my day. I say it's about five o'clock uh, in the gym, and midway through my workout, I scroll to see a video clip of this young rapper. Uh, I, I don't even really know his name. I've seen him before. I probably listened to a song or two. Not I can't necessarily consider myself a fan, but I know who this person is. I, I know the face. Uh, XX Tatashion. Um, I could be pronouncing his name wrong. And for the first time in a while, I think that, and, and just to give a briefing on the story, uh, this young man was shot while in Miami. And, um, yeah, it, it, it just... Even when I even saw, I didn't even, I didn't know that he shot. He he was shot and then he died. But just getting the news that he was shot, I, I just felt it. Like I I was disturbed. I was bothered. My mood immediately changed, and it just gave a, a similar feeling to when I was looking at uh, the police police brutality videos. And even though it was a different, I guess the root of what happened was different. It was a different source. It wasn't police. This was a another person. That feeling of like, wow, of 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 not insecurity, but the lack of security, the lack of uh, uh I guess comfort or safety. Like a life can be taken like that and we can visually see it. Everybody like I'm thinking about my sister seeing and I'm thinking about the youth they've repeatedly seen these people being killed and the value of life, man, the value of life is so, it's, it's crazy now in this day and time. We, we, we have so many young people that are dying because of the street life and this perception of being a gangster or a thug and the feelings or the emotional co- co- like connection to, to, to life and living 
it seemed like it's just less and less and less as the years pass on. And I don't know, I, you click on a video and I started reading comments, people making jokes. And this is like hours after this young man has, has been reportedly murdered. And for me, I don't know, I, like I said, I wasn't a fan of this person, but I was just moved in a different way because a loss of a life is serious. That's someone's son, that's someone's possible brother, cousin, family member who who was successful trying to change his life around, trying to be positive. And I think just in, in the search of just like what was happening, I started to see people, celebrities, post clips of him speaking positivity into the world. And it's just like, a lot of times as black or men of color, young men of color, we, we, we lack guidance, we lack this positive figure, we lack a positive figure in our lives. And before we can even get on the path of righteousness, righteousness or the path to change, to be a better being, life just catches up with us sometimes. And this whole situation for me is unfortunate. And I just feel like the context of how we use social media now, these media outlets, like they're recording people's most tragic moments, like the most tragic moments, like just for clicks and volume and, and just monetizing the moment. It was a very deep and dark moment. And I feel like it's being monetized, like it's being used in a way to draw attention to a company. And for me, man, that, 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 that spoke to just how desensitized we are to some of the most horrendous and tra tragic things that can happen to human beings. And this made me think, man, just the whole concept of how these media outlets was posting, um, uh, I think, I don't want to pronounce names, but uh, the young, the man who, was, who got shot, uh, Flano Castell, I think that's how you pronounce his name. I'm terrible with names. Um, how he just got shot in front of his daughter and his girlfriend. He's bleeding out on camera. And everywhere you see it, you see him reposting the video, reposting the video on all social media outlets. How you see um, Alton Sterling, how he died. And that video was just posted on social media, social media. And I don't know, man. It's just, it's one of those weird things where we have to place more value on being human beings. It's like right now, everybody's so caught up on the check or the bag. One of my co-hosts on Six Degrees of Black Mental Health, uh, Parnell, he talks about the bag all the time. He hates it. He hates that concept because I feel like people will sell their soul for money. People will just do the damnedest things just for some type of financial gain. And the youth, man, they're just getting that message that it's being reinforced on, on a daily. Like, I don't know, man. The power, I think, just the continuation of just exploring social media, I'm realizing the power of it, how that can affect mood. My mood changed today. Like, it moved me. Mind you, this is not a relative. This is not someone I know. Not that it would matter. It's just... Not having a sometimes not having a personal connection with something or someone, it changes the way you will respond. And I responded in a way where I was like, "Dag, that's it's actually sad. It's hurtful." So I don't know if it's just me and my generation. Like I can't really speak for the youth, uh, but I can just speak for me and my experience. I think that I'm not as detached or desensitized as I would think. But I've seen some of the the youth. Uh, these young people, they're making comments on the account, joking about 
the situation. I'm just like, man, this is fresh. This is, it just happened. Not even 24 hours, an hour ago. And it's jokes. I'm just like, wow, man. Like, that's, it's, it's a crazy world out here, man. And it's just, people have to rethink the way in which they use, um, this gangster narrative, this thug life narrative, trolling, uh, the disrespect, the, the, the lack of respect for older people, authorities, and just having a code of conduct and ethics about yourself. Like caring, like people, it's a lack of love out here, man. It's a lack of love. And I don't know what it's going to take for people to actually be humanized again and to actually care and be compassionate about certain things because... I feel like sometimes as academics or you're just being in school or just being just in a different space, you, you're kind of disconnected from, I guess, I want to say the streets, but like the, the true culture, the day-to-day life of a, of a regular uh, nine-to-five individual. And I feel like, you know, classes, like when you're in a different class of people, you're detached, so you don't really understand uh, the world in, in a particular context. As a researcher, as a, as a practitioner, a science practitioner, I'm being trained and taught to assess and think critically about the world and the tools in which we use to improve our quality of life. And this is a situation where it just I'm, I'm looking at it from maybe from an outside-in perspective, maybe an inside-out, vice versa. I, I can't really decipher what angle I'm looking at this situation in from. But I do think I see that these senses, mm, these senses, I <laughs> can't even talk, man. I'm sorry, but these sensitization from um, the youth and media. It's like it's, it's a thing that a thing like death, we shouldn't be desensitized from. And this aspect of trauma and reliving trauma through social media. Um, I don't even know if we realize the impact that it's going that's having and that it can have on your life. I don't even want to throw the, the DSM in it, but it is something of experiencing trauma via second person. I would have to look that up. <laughs> uh, I haven't memorized the DSM by heart, but this is one of those things, man. I, I can't say this is today. Just this experience, this concept, it 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 moved me in an emotional way. And that I really can't even explain. So I can't necessarily tell you why I feel the way I do. I can't tell you, you know, what about the situation made me feel. Other than the fact that someone lost a life. But I don't know. And if me, someone who's trained to think critically and process things and really get to the root of a cause... And it's fresh. I'm pretty sure in the next couple of days I'll be able to process and, you know, sit with it. But... Think about a, a young person who's not trained, who's, who, who isn't focused on, you know, or don't have the skill set that I, I possess or that I'm being trained to have. You, you might not know how to deal with that. You might internalize that trauma and just not re, re, like reenact it, but out of a sense of protection of self, you may be presented in a situation where you may do harm before harm is done to you. And 
These acts of violence, man, it seems like it's a, it's a cycle. It's a never-ending cycle. And though we have to care enough to, to be change agents, to be just a positive light in these negative situations, but also to the things that just push our culture left. And we can't do that. So I really wanted to just, to just take the time and speak on that and just uh, really speak to the fact that it's something that I have been thinking about as I do more research with social media. And I think that the concepts that come from this, it, we're going to figure out what it means. We may not figure it out tomorrow, next week, or even next year. But as we sit and, and process and, and really investigate these things, I believe that we will have an answer one day. Hopefully we'll have a, a remedy for violence. We'll, we'll have a remedy for just overall improving life for all. Some say it's, it may be a stretch, but I think it's possible. And I appreciate you all for listening. Uh, please like, comment, and subscribe. And just continue to support. Um, as I have these thoughts, I'll continue to give you these insightful discussions. And until next time, everybody, all my listeners, y'all be safe and peace and blessings.